practice. Man, what a race at Skagit Speedway on Saturday night. That was a pretty classic race, I thought. I mean, there were just a lot of things going on in that race. Uh, one of the one of the best sprint car races I've seen all year of any kind, really. Well, you know, I beat that drum all the time, Kirk. You know, that if, if you have an ASCS National Tour race come to a track near you, you're going to be satisfied. And you couldn't have been any more satisfied than what we had Saturday night at the 48th annual uh, Jim Raper Memorial Dirt Cup at Skagit Speedway. And Robbie Price, a driver that's won the local championship there, uh, he's been out on the national tour now. He's running full-time with us this year. He ran full-time all the way up until Dirt Cup last year. Then he broke off from the tour. He came back. He's running full-time now. He picks up the victory, the $15,000 on top of that. What a great win. And there's so many storylines there. I mean, you look at it. Blake Hahn early leads the race, uh, has a problem with a lap car, uh, spins out, does an in-invert yellow. He blends back in, back in fifth place. Then you have a guy like Matt Covington. It looks like he might be on his way to that $15,000 victory, only to have his motor blow up late in the race. And then you have Robbie Price holding off Blake Hahn at the end of that race. Jason Sowald, Sam Haperty, you know, Seth Bergman, they were all just putting on great slide jobs throughout the field. Uh, really, you know, Brian always says when the – field comes down to take the green this is what you save your lunch money for that's exactly what people save their lunch money for that race was in my estimate i think it's the best race we've seen so far in 2019 and we do have the uh, man that did hoist the the big cup on saturday night with us right now robbie price robbie congratulations thanks for joining us yeah thank you guys very much for having me Hey, Robbie, Scott Trailer here. I'm down here in Elma. I can't wait to see you in person to shake your hand. What a what a great job, man. I, I was just talking about your accomplishments up in the Pacific Northwest and what you've done up there as a driver, how you ran last year with the tour, and then you broke off. You're back full-time with the tour. You pick up your first national win, and you do it at your home track, $15,000. And, oh, by the way, it's Dirt Cup on top of it. Couldn't be any more special than that, could it? Yeah, no, it was definitely it was definitely a uh, hell of a first national win. Uh, you know, it's going to be hard to follow that one up now. But uh, you know, it was great to be home and you know have my friends and family around and everything like that. Always good to be home. And you know, I was pretty confident going into the weekend, knowing you know I was I was running good at Skagit and everything like that. But they, uh, we struggled early on in the year, so I knew that uh, coming out here, this is going to be kind of the you know the make or break deal to see uh, see where we're actually at. You know, we struggled with a little bit of a uh, just kind of just just issues working out first time you know being on the road and my own stuff so it, but we kind of I'm hoping we got it figured out now and you know we can continue our set, success throughout the rest of the year. When you saw that you were going to be starting fourth, you probably had to think to yourself, "All right, I've got a really good chance at winning this." Because to be honest with you, Robbie, your car was just lightning fast all weekend. Yeah, no, we were good all weekend. Uh, we passed cars every night in the heat races and qualifiers, so. Uh, you know, Thursday night there, we were, we were all right, but, uh, you know, rubbered up and I kind of made a mistake there in traffic and everything like that. So Carney ended up getting by me and they, uh, and, uh, we ran six, but, uh, Friday night we were better. We just weren't really tight enough coming off the corner. And, you know, Roger was just honestly better than us all night. And, they, uh, you know, I tried racing, I raced my own race for 24 laps and the last lap I tried blocking and it, it cost me and Colton sneaked on by me there, but they, 
you know, it gave us a really good good notebook to build off of for the final night and, you know, know where we need to be on that 40-lap run. Yeah, speaking of that 40 laps, uh, lap traffic, man, at one point they were racing you guys really hard, weren't they? Yeah, you know, I honestly thought it was going to cost me there for a little bit, but, they, uh, you know, I took the lead there in traffic and, I, you know, I gave it back to Matt in traffic and uh, I finally got by the one guy there and I uh, went in uh, one and two to slide I slide Matt and a uh, and uh, the other lap car there at the same time, and you know that's when he a uh, that's when he expired. And I honestly thought I wasn't sure if I uh, if I made the lap car lift and get into him, or I had no idea what happened until we rolled around and mm-hmm. I seen the fluid on the back stretch. Yeah, did you think that you had something for Matt when he got back around you? Because the two of you were just putting on one hell of a battle. Um, when he got back by him right before his motor blew up, did you feel like you still had something for him? I think I was going to be able to, you know, give him a little bit of a run because I knew that a, uh, you know, lap cars were two and three wide ahead of us. You know, they were racing hard for position. So mm-hmm. um, I knew that I ran the bottom uh, twice, I think, in one and two, and I knew that I had some decent drive off of there. And I tried driving under him in a uh, in uh, one and two when he um, when he got back by me, and I wasn't bad off of the bottom of or off the bottom of two, and I wasn't bad off the bottom of four. So. I knew that overall we were pretty decent kind of everywhere we went, so I, I knew that I was going to be able to to be able to move around and wanted need to go where everybody wasn't when we got into lap traffic. So I thought I was going to be able to give him a run, and I was, you know, it was going to be a race, though, that's for sure. I'm not telling him short on anything. Uh, before I let Kirk jump in there, some of those slide jobs were really close, man. You guys were parking them on the bumpers, and some guys had to use the other pedal a little bit the other night. A wicked slide job contest, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, it was definitely uh, it was definitely an all-out race, and, you know, there was a lot of people there that wanted to win. But, uh, you know, I raced everybody how they raced me, so he, he, he didn't try to stuff me in the fence, and I didn't try to stuff him in the fence. We were just leaning on each other with a little bit of respect. Hey, Robbie, congratulations. Uh, you made history up there becoming the first Canadian board driver to win the long-standing Dirt Cup that's been around for uh, 48 years. Uh, just to kind of talk a little bit about your season so far this year, uh, just kind of highlight everything else that you've done leading up to this point. You know, in all honesty, I haven't really done much up until this point. We've uh, we've been struggling the first couple of races. You know, our first national race at Eagle this year, we were good me and Covington raced for the lead at that race too, but with three to go or something like that, I, I stuffed it in the back stretch wall. So, or the front stretch wall. Sorry. So, uh, they, you know, we were, we were confident after the first couple of nights, but we just kind of got into a little bit of a slump there for a little while, and uh, hopefully, we're digging ourselves out now. Is that yeah. your biggest payday that you've had in your career? Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, Robbie, I got to ask you because you went out there last year and you were driving with another team. Now you're back in the family equipment in the 21P. Uh, You have picked up your first national win. You've made all 14 features. You got five top tens, two top fives. Uh, Now I see that you're 277 points out, but I still think that you feel like that uh, this is going to give you momentum for the rest of the season. Yeah, it, it definitely is. You know, we're, we're confident now. We got in a little bit of slump there, but we're confident now. And they, uh, hopefully, you know, we found some stuff with our car that we changed up while we were up here. And uh, I'm hoping that, it, you know, makes us fast the rest of the year. And I bring my A-Green every night, and we bring the car to the race every night, you know. And uh, so I'm just hoping that, you know, we're, we're contending for leads and uh, top fives the rest of the year. 
Robbie, let me ask you one other question about the national tour because you came out last year, and again, that was well documented what happened there. But just talk about from the time that you ran, started with the national tour last year to this moment, what is maybe the number one thing that you've learned running with the national tour guys and the difference between running back home weekly or running a regional race versus running with the national guys? Uh, you know, back home and everything like that, heat races don't really matter. That's a, that's a big thing that, you know, you got to get used to. You know, that's the heat race is the most important part of the night. You always got to try and go forward and if not maintained. So it's a, you want to you want to go into a mindset that, you know, you want to be upset with yourself if you maintain. You want to go forward a couple of cars there. And they, um, and overall, I think uh, I've just kind of matured a little bit of as a driver. And, you know, I'm driving smarter races now and making a uh, – making smarter moves, I feel like. So um, I'm hoping that, it, uh, you know, me and Matron a little bit behind the wheel and we're just kind of, you know, getting into what I like and what the car likes and what uh, what me and the car can do together type deal. So we're just, we're just kind of building our notebook right now and uh, I'm, hoping that they, uh, I'm hoping that we're pretty good. Well, Robbie, as uh, you know, I travel up and down the road. This is my 11th year with the National Tour doing the broadcast. And, uh, man, you're a breath of fresh air. I love your style. I said it before you ran the National Tour. When I saw you up at Skagit the first time, I said, you know, it, you were having a rough night, but I could see that you were a gasser, man. You you got up on the wheel and you got your elbows up and you drove hard. And I like that about your style, and I like what you bring with the series. I think you're a great addition to the National Tour, and and I, I think we're lucky to have you. So congratulations on picking up Dirt Cup, man. I know that means so much to you, and that $15,000, that's got that's got to help the old budget running up and down the road. So uh, congratulations again, man, and uh, couldn't be more proud of your accomplishments here last weekend. Yeah, thank you guys very much. You know, it's been a blast this year so far, and uh, I'm hoping to uh, end the rest of the year on a high note as well. How do you, how do you see Grays Harbor Raceway this weekend? Uh... Historically, I've kind of struggled at a uh, Grace Harbor there, so it'll be interesting to see uh, what uh, what we've learned so far this year, and uh, our newfound confidence kind of helps us a little bit. So uh, I, I haven't really ran good, great there in the past, but uh, I'm hoping to change that this weekend. Hey, you know what, Robbie? It's a, it's a new weekend, it's a new day, and you're coming off a national tour win, man. I think it's going to be okay for you. My gut yeah, tells me that. Yeah, I'm hoping so. We're going in confident. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot, Robbie. Appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks. Thank Good you going. All right. There he is, Robbie Price, winner of the 48th annual Jim Raper Memorial Dirt Cup. And boy, he I thought he and Matt Covington or Matt Covington really put on a great show on Saturday night. I mean, those two guys, uh, the way they were going at each other there, that was about as good a racing as I've seen all year, no doubt. And, and, and I'm not just saying in in ASCS, that might be the best race yeah. I've seen all year, period. Absolutely. I mean, you look at the slide jobs that were going on between drivers, you know, everybody from Matt Covington, um, you know, Sam Hayfertit was in the middle of it. Blake Hahn was in the middle of it. There, Robbie Price. There were so many good drivers trying to trying to win that race the other night, Kirk. And at one point, all five of them were within striking distance of each other. Uh, the five drivers had a chance to win that race late in the race. But uh, I think Matt Covington, and I'll step that back a little bit. I think Blake Hahn was the driver to beat. Yeah, I agree race. with you on that. If he hadn't spun out there and it was miraculous that he was able to keep that car going, but had that not happened, I think he definitely had the fastest car. 
I do too. And he, and he kind of got a little impatient and ran over a lapper a little bit. And, and that caused him to spin around. And a lot of people are questioning what happened there. And that's an inverted yellow. So what happens is, and this has been going on since I've been on the tour. I remember first time that I saw it happen was at Jetmore when I believe um, Brady Bacon or Brian Brown, one of the two spun out and they blended them in. And that's exactly what happens. They threw the basically what happens. They throw the yellow just a little bit too quick, and when they throw the yellow quick, wherever that car that spun, as long as he keeps rolling, they blend him in where he fell in at when he got back on the track, and Blakon fell in about fifth place, and that's where they blended him back into the to the pack, and that's why he was able to make a charge right there at the end of the race. But uh, I think Blakon was the fastest. I, I and, and also I do believe that um, I think Matt Covington. Might have been the guy to beat, um, but you can't give Robbie take anything away from Robbie Price because he was giving Matt Covington all he could handle. Uh, it was going to be one of those two drivers to win that race at the end. And I wished all racetracks and all series had that blend in rule. Say if inadvertent yellow flag, the yellow came out just a little bit too quick uh, mm -hmm. because uh, Blake was able to keep the car rolling and he blended where he was. That's where he would have been had the yellow flag not come out. So I think that's a fair way to do it. Right, right. And not not know, many I, people I, I, have that rule. And I think it makes a lot of sense for everybody to do it that way. And I understand it as, as race fans growing up that if you bring out the yellow, you go to the back. I get that. But I like this rule. Uh, as you said, Kirk, he, he never stopped his, right. his momentum. And the caution throws a little too quick. Um, if they don't throw the caution, he jumps right back in there, like you say, where, where he blended and he was fifth. And uh, he, he goes on and races. So I, I like it. I'm with you. I like the rule. Yeah, and I don't, I want to, I don't want to say it's a mistake by the flagman or the competition director. They err on safety. But if they put it out uh, just a, a little bit too quick, oh, he kept it going. I wished right. I hadn't thrown that yellow out. Then I think that's the way to make it right. So And, and, how, many, and, and Kirk, how, many, how many times have we seen it when a, a flagman throws the yellow? We go, oh, man, yeah. he threw that yellow too quick. Right. We see that all the time. Yeah, not so, just I mean, drivers make mistakes. Flagman, competition directors sometimes make mistakes well, too. And, Everybody's and, human, and, and they're trying to—they're trying to, like you say, err on this side of safety. We get that, but sometimes it's a little too quick, and I think that's what happened the other night. All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back talk about this weekend at Gray's Harbor Raceway. It's the Fred Brownfield Classic. We've got live. All access video on racing boys of this event this weekend, and we'll talk about all the other things that are going on in racing too. When we come back next, you're tuned into the racing boys here on Passing Point. Stay with us. Racingboys.com. 